I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway... Join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, do you, have you guys ever, do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima, oh. Zima's, Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. Following the following journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. What? We're back. Yeah. It all started down as a wiggle in his brain when they hit a brand new guy hit the pause the game setting out on a journey podcast into the masses formed a pop family kicking audio asses now the walking dead is dead and the end game was won but the war it isn't over because the battle's just begun the boys are back in action can't you see name brando laid down the ogs of jic what's up deuterinos welcome back to another rousing episode of the ogs coming at you sort of live and powered by the journey into comics network of course your ogs are nate phillips what the fuck is up? The other half of the OGs is Brandon Stone. How's it going, my dude? We are back again for episode three. And uh, thank you guys for checking out the first two episodes. I've actually had a couple people who have listened to it who like have not talked to me about podcasts for a while who, who don't normally listen to podcasts. Really? Yeah, uh, uh, at least one of them normally doesn't. Uh, he came up to me and was like, uh, dude, like, was like, so when are you back with Nate? I'm like, since, epi- since episode zero of like the OGs, technically that podcast for episode. And he goes, dude, like I was rolling. You guys had me rolling so hard with, the, with those stories. He goes, I died when you told the Chappelle show story. <laughs> And <laughs> yes, fuck yes, I'm glad somebody else loves it like we do. That shit was great. Well, um, and, and that's just it, dude. That's exactly what I want this show to be. Uh, I want it to have a loose topic. We're going to come in. We're, we're going to have a focus because we are very tangential, but that focus allows us to be tangential. Absolutely, Brando. I think that's very well said. Before I think we get too much further on, I need some I need some clarification. Those of you who are listening to episode two that has dropped at this point two weeks ago for Brando and I, it hasn't officially come out yet, but it will be coming out tomorrow. Uh that episode, the no phone air, uh was really a lot of hard work that got thrown down the drain, and it was one of like the more crushing moments in my podcasting time. I really love editing shows, Brando. I don't give a fuck if it's a project. Like, I don't care if it takes me 20 hours. It's fine. You know, the issue I have is when things go horribly wrong. And so Tyler and I had recorded the voice of survival, uh, talking about aliens. It's, it's in, it's in the air, you know? And, uh, I sat down to finish the final 15 minutes of episode two because we had kind of an issue with the recording. I had to go through and kind of 
mask out my voice on your end so we had really nice quality. We like to blend it like we're in the same room even though we aren't. You're going to hear that quality today. It wasn't like that last time. Say la vie. So I'm like to the final 15 minutes of doing this edit and all of a sudden Audacity is playing the file. Nothing is actually playing. I can't stop it. And it's not saying not responding. And at this point, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is not going to end well. And I'm like deep in the edit, you know. And I don't like, for whatever reason, and maybe this is just my own stupidity and this is, you know, the lesson to be learned, I don't save the Audacity projects. I always feel like when I save those, things go wrong. Like, and of course, things went wrong this time, so maybe I should have fucking saved it. But again, say la vie, you can't get it back, you know. (laughs) So it's like fucked up and I'm like, what do I do? You know, how do I fix this? I'm not even really sure. So I tried to force update my computer because I'm like, oh, I know what's going to happen. I'll update the computer. It will force a recovery file to be created because Audacity has that capacity. And I'm like, oh, and then I won't lose it. Everything will be great, right? I go to do that and it just straight up fucking crashed And it didn't create a recovery file. And like 20, probably 9 hours, I would say 29 to 30 hours, somewhere in there of work. Down the the shitters. And we reserved to just using your side of the conversation. So you're going to hear me have some moments where I broke up. You know, some lag in the conversation in and of itself. And we're going to try not to do that again, Brando. I'm going to hopefully not have that kind of fuck up happen again. Well, the th- the you know the thing was there were some storms in your area uh, for when we recorded that, and uh, I was like, well, um, just to make sure that that I capture well, you know, you capture on your end, uh, both of us just in case. And um, I normally I don't do that, and normally Tyler doesn't do that. We just capture our end and send it to you to do the work. And then, well, this time I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll capture on my end too. Well. How I normally record the Game Addicts podcast is through Streamlabs. It is easy. It's so, man, once it does most of the work for you with the mixing, and you can just, you know, tweak your sound a little bit. And when, when you record it, it's a video file. I can, you know, then change the video file to, to MP3, throw that into Audacity. The only thing is, is that it mixes us both down into one audio track. And I haven't really figured out how to not have it do that yet. Maybe there's a way. Maybe I don't know, though. The only thing is, well, we got so far in, and I'm like, yeah, this is going to be cool. And uh, you were telling some story, and I just sort of like looked at, uh, like looked at the, at the, uh, like on my screen, and it was one of those things where it was like, this ain't going to work like we want it to today. <laughs> Not today, man. It was a little bit fucked from the jump, but you know what? We, we deal with that. That's the podcasting world. You got to roll with the punches, man. You can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't expect it to always go perfect. You know, sometimes things are lost. I mean, that just happened on the network. Uh, there was an episode that Nick lost completely. The Zoom didn't capture the record. Facebook didn't oh. save the video. So we push on and we put out episode part five of his uh, most recent quest on Dungeons with Dudes. And then the next day on Monday, he messaged. And he's like, dude, I found part four. He sends it over. And Dick's like, hey, man, do you want me to just start this where this starts? Because it's kind of like in the middle of something that's already happening. 
and Nick's like, oh, fuck, there's a part one to that file I have to now find. So he's going to try to send it to us, and then we got to do a whole shuffle. But like I, like I said, you just you roll with it in the podcasting world, I think. Um, but I'm, I'm fucking stoked to be back on the show. Episode three, we are here. We've got some stuff to talk about. Where do you want to go, man? Well, you know, as I said before, we always, you know, we, when we got together back with this show, I said... I don't like. I don't want it to be like the other shows that we've ever done. I, I don't want it to be a singular topic show. I don't want it to be a wrestling show. I don't want it to be a comic show. Those things are awesome, and you and I both enjoy those things. You know, uh, we, we both talk about those things. Absolutely. We we've already talked about those things ad nauseum for four years. So let's do something completely different. And what we have decided to do is try to just take some topics that are completely relatable for pretty much everybody. Tell some funny stories. Have some laughs. And that's exactly what this show is going to be. And so today's episode kind of came out of the blue, really, because we were trying to figure out when was a good time to record and fit into fit it into our schedules. And, you know, I have a couple of different ideas for episodes that I want to do. So, you know, some reserved, some put in the back burner there. And uh, today, uh, man, the first thing I want to talk about is how much it sucks getting older. Right? Isn't it crazy that, like, honestly, man, and some people who are who are not quite to this point yet, I feel like when you hit 30, everything is like, oh, man, I'm in peak physical condition. Like, all my shit works good. I'm fucking good. I look good. Like, <laughs> goddamn, everything's good, you know? But then I think when you hit 32, it's like, oh, here we go. The fuck Is that a fucking lump on my ball? What is that? What's all this weird things going on? Why do I feel different? Why does it sometimes take me longer to take a shit now? I don't understand what's going on. Like, what's happened? Or my one of my personal enemies, gravity. Ugh. Tell you what, there was that one day getting out of the shower, I looked down, and they are hanging a little bit lower than they used to. <laughs> and I'm just like, when that start happening? And not only that, they hang low enough to make to make the other guy look like he's less impressive. You know, oh, you know what no. I mean? <laughs> Jumbo balls. <laughs> oh, no. And it's like, dude, it can't be in. Like, like I, I remember when I was young and, and you know, virile and, you know, full of testosterone. And, like, man, look at this. It's like, man, like, when did I start, like, looking like my dad? It's like this sucks. Yeah, man, and I think it's it's funny. My dad always told me, and still to this day, I, I'll never forget the first time I heard it either. I was like probably three and a half or four years old. We were in our first house, and I was outside, and there was this blue ball, and I fucking jumped on the blue ball, bounced into the air, and went knees first into concrete. Okay. Mm. My dad looks at me and he sees that I'm hurt. I mean, obviously, I just smashed my fucking knees, and he goes, "Hey." Yeah. The body never forgets. And someday when you're older, your knees are not going to forgive you for doing that. And Brando, at 32 years of age, my knees officially don't forgive me for doing that. I can feel where it (laughs) happened. I can feel where it happened, bro. There's a divot in my fucking bone. You know, and maybe that divot's from 40 other million times that I've ran into shit unexpectedly. I mean, they do call me Calamity Nate from time to time. But, uh... No, like yesterday, example, I had to use a power washer. 
for like uh, probably like seven hours or something. And I remember I'm like in torture. I'm in the middle of doing this and my arm just felt like jelly. Like I looked over and I was like, I think my arm doesn't exist anymore. I can't even feel this fucking thing. Am I broken? Like what the fuck? And then, of course, because you know injury, as soon as you get any kind of injury or hurt yourself or have something go wrong, two things happen. One, you're going to sleep like shit. Because you're going to lay on it funny. You're going to hit it when you're asleep and, and wake yourself up or whatever. But two, you're going to hit it on every fucking thing. It's like, here, target, you want something to go wrong? Right fucking here, man. Like, you nail your shin, and then all of a sudden, Wyatt's like, oh, dad's knee is a fu- or shin is a fucking punching bag. Well, pow, and he fucking nails your shin. You're like, God, motherfucker. You know? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I'm also really accident prone. Uh, I'm surprised I haven't earned the calamity name throughout my years of existing. Uh, toes, knees, you know, oh, it's almost like the reverse of that song, you know. Uh, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Uh, <laughs> pretty much all of them get hit uh, at some point or another. And oh, no. Buddy, all right, so today, just today, right, I'm at work in... I'm on a job I haven't done in a little while, like maybe I, or a job I don't do often, should I say? And it's 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 honestly one of the easier jobs that the that, you know, that we have. And it just so happened that one spot, if anybody knows, I pretty much uh, uh like apply sealer to a car, or the sealer is applied. I have to usually scrape it or make sure you know the seams like the seams are filled, and it was off. And I'm like, man, this is terrible. And I so have you to were on sealer deck. Over. Yes. Okay. I have to bend over and look up a little bit further than what I normally have to do because this line is off pretty bad. Well, about 10, 20 minutes into like the work day, it's not even 6.30 in the morning. <sighs> Something happened in my back, bro. Lower back, very lower back, you know, it's pretty much like shooting into my left, lo- like further side, and I just start going ah 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 ah, <laughs> and I get I get a look from from Dick, you know, from Podcastrophe. He was there, and he looked at me, and I'm just like, he's like, yeah. I went, that fucking hurt, dude. He goes, what? I'm like. I don't know, but my back told me this is not good. <laughs> danger. Man, danger, I, Will Robinson. Danger. Oh, man. Those first few cars after that were, like, nightmarish. For the rest of the day, it never quite reached that peak of pain. Like, I would say that is, like, 10 or maybe even Nigel's 11, you know, from Spinal Tap. Oh, damn. It goes but, all the way up to 11 on this one. Oh, dude, it hit, and it hit hard. Like maximum discomfort. Yes. Oh, man. Pain. Excruciating. But then it died down, and I would say it never really got up over over an eight, but it would come in increments. If I move, sometimes I move just fine. I move a certain way, it doesn't hurt. I do one thing. Ah. There it is again. And 
I've been very stiff all day. I, I came home and I instantly put ice pack on. If you hear me using a vape, I do apologize if people like have really bad like they they're not into ASMR or anything like that, and they're like I cannot deal with like the the you know the whole sound. Uh, I'm doing that because this is CBD, and uh, and, and you know, and that ties into our other topic later on today. Um, sure, but, yeah. But I but I'm definitely vaping some some you know some CBD. It is helping relax along with the ice. Uh, that I did earlier, it is lesser. Uh, I'm still stiff. It still hurts, but it just—I remember this was never a thing. Like, man, the only thing. Okay, so ten years ago was the first time I ever experienced the good old like your body's telling you like you just stop doing what you're doing type you, thing. You done fucked up, <laughs> and that was sciatica. Oh man, that's not a fucking joke. Sciatica will put you down. Yeah, I got introduced to it in about 2009, and that like this pain took my breath away and stopped me. This this was like the only other pain that's ever done that because sciatic has stopped me dead in my tracks. It is that severe, but it's and that's what I think this is. This isn't sciatic. This is a pinched nerve. But that's what sciatica is. It is a it is pinching your biggest nerve that runs down your your leg. I mean, Nate, this is hurt to the point where I can feel my inflamed nerve in my hip. Oh yeah, absolutely. I can feel that son of a bitch, and then it's shooting down my leg. Some people get it all the way into their foot. Mine stops usually at my calf, but the pain in my calf is like I have a constant Charlie horse. Without the Charlie horse. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That's the worst. I will say I dealt with sciatica a little bit. And I remember talking to you about this even, I believe, because this was like right right when we were starting the podcast together or we were in, in that time frame. But I was working at the photography place, and I still put my wallet in my back pocket. And one day, yes. and one day I sat all day putting in information in a computer Sitting on a fucking wooden bar stool, bro. Uneven as shit. So I go home and I thought I was fucking dying, man. I had never felt anything like that. And then Sarah's like, it's probably sciatica and it's probably because of this. And I was like, oh my God, it's because, oh my God, it's because my wallet. I started thinking about it and I was like, I was just hearing somebody the other day tell me how they had the same problem. So this is. Obviously true, and now I've learned to think. So ever since then, my wallet does not go in my back pocket. It hasn't since, like, always in my front, which now don't fucking rob me, you motherfuckers, because don't, I mean, I don't really have much for you to take, if you want me to be honest, but, you know, enjoy the butterflies they and could, memoirs to my people They can that take I love, your dignity. They could take your dignity at that point if they grab too far in. For me, they're laying, uh, you know, they'd be grabbing my low-hanging fruit. But I mean, <laughs> uh, no, I've always put my wallet in my front pocket. I've never liked the way that felt, even like before I ever had sciatica. I've just like, my dad always put it back there. So that's, you know, emulating like, oh, this goes in the back pocket. And I'd be sitting in the car going, this is weird. I don't like this. So always on my right front. So if anybody who tries to rob me, that's where it is. Um, <laughs> I'm just telling you right away. I don't have much either. And then, like, hey, take it, man. I'm probably going to cancel the cards before you can really use them. So, before I you mean, can get a full dent to. in them, yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
but okay, so I had a couple of bouts of sciatic. The first one was in 2009. I was still on day shift as a temporary, and I remember like leaving, and all these old people are like rushing out at 4:30, and I am just like hobbling, unable to walk, having gritted my teeth through another day. And then the next one, you know, uh, like it, it, for me, sciatica kind of comes and goes, and it has to do with that inf- with that disc pinching and getting getting inflamed and like pinching that nerve and i think it was like 2013 it was that shutdown and i remember i had bought the last of us for ps3 and it just come out like a week or two prior and i and i was in the middle of playing another game and i was almost done with it shutdown was looming i had two weeks off completely and what i was going to do was you know beat that game which i did that first night and then the next day, start that fresh, start that, you know, last of us going and I'm going to play it. And I'm just enjoying my time. Right. So I actually moved my recliner closer to my TV to get more immersed. And, you know, uh, the wife is going to be on the computer doing her thing. And I sat there from Saturday and, and played all day. And then uh, went, you know, Probably went up, went out, got something to eat, came back, played a little bit more, got up Sunday, played all day, you know, with, you know, with, you know, with some breaks. I, you know, I, I, you know, I take breaks during my gaming sessions. But then Monday, I think it was Monday, because I played less on Sunday than I did on Saturday for whatever reason. I, uh, but on Monday, like early afternoon, I I beat the game, and then literally from sitting there for over the weekend in that chair. Fucked my world entirely up. Oh no! And I then spent three months in excruciating pain. I remember, <laughs> I remember we were supposed to go uh, to some family function, and I don't remember what it was. It was over shutdown, and we left town. And I'm sitting in the car seat, the passenger seat, and I'm just sitting there, like breathing heavy. Constantly doing a uh, Finally she turns the the car around And takes me home Oh shit We barely made it out of town And I felt like complete shit Cause you know I don't want to be that guy Like like, Do I like going to all family functions? No But do I want to be like You know Well why is Brandon not here? Oh he's in some pain Oh okay Well he could have come I'm like Fuck you Come on now I'm dying Not like that bro So I stayed home and tried to relax the best I could because sitting down hurt, standing up hurt. The only thing that didn't hurt, and here's the weirdest shit, working. When I'm at work with sciatica, for the most part, I'm fine. It's then when I sit down, it hurts. When I go to stand back up, it hurts. When I lay down, it hurts. The only thing that doesn't hurt is continuous moving. And that sucks when you're just like, I'm on vacation. I'm supposed to relax. <laughs> I've worked half a year. I want some time off. For so real. I took some, you know, I tried to relax. I took some meds. And that meds don't even really cut that. Uh, the most I'm trying to do is trying to, like, uh, you know, trying to get that not inflamed anymore. She comes home, and she's not feeling good. She's like, man, I'm in, her back hurts. And I'm like. And all of a sudden, she throws up because of how much this hurts. Now she's on the floor yelling in pain. 
She got a kidney stone. Oh, shit. So I'm like, I can't even help her up because of how bad I hurt. And she is in complete misery. And she's like, what do I do? I'm like, I don't think there's anything we can do but wait and try to be comfortable. And so she spends two days in agony and then uh, goes, uh, you know, that might have been near the end of shutdown because I think she went to the doctor after I went back to work. So maybe that was like uh, Saturday or Sunday on the very last weekend of shutdown and Monday I was going back to work and I was still still miserable. But then she she went to the ER and they pretty much said, yep, you got a kidney stone. Oh fuck that, man! You know what's crazy about the kid? You know what's crazy about the kidney stone, Brando? Really quickly, huh. once you get a kidney stone, you have a twenty-five percent chance to get another kidney stone. If you actually get that kidney stone, that is the twenty-five percent chance. Then your chance to get another one after that increases to fifty. If you get it into fifty percent, it increases to seventy-five percent. And then, if you're in a very, very small batch of folks that get it in the seventy-five percent tier, that just provides you are going to have them continuously throughout your life. That your body is just producing too much calcium deposits. Screw that! Oh, I'm telling you, man, it'd be absolutely fucking awful. Yeah, no. So she finally made it through, uh, but. Dude, getting older fucking sucks. It's 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 the little shit. It's the it's the fucking like looking at yourself in the mirror and almost getting scared by yourself because you don't know who that is anymore. Like when did these you know when did these circles start? When when did I start getting these wrinkles? When 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 did this hairline start creeping up that far? You know. Absolutely, man. It's it it, it, it just you just look at yourself one day in the mirror and go. Wait a minute. This isn't who I was like. It, it, it's like you don't. It doesn't even register with you, you know, until all of a sudden it hits you, and you're like, "Oh, I noticed that. Oh, I noticed this." Or, "Oh, like I remember when I was a teenager and I couldn't grow facial hair to save my fucking ass." Not to say that I have a nice looking beard. It's still pretty scraggly looking. I look like a goddamn fucking pirate, but you know. Same. Same. You know. You know what? You know what really sucks. Skin tags. What's up? You cut out a little bit there. Oh. I said, you know what really sucks? Skin What's tags. Up? Oh, yeah, absolutely, dude. I don't have right. many, but I got one under my armpit, and that sucks. Under your armpit? All right, so just the other day, I, you know, I'm like rubbing my eye, and I'm, I'm like, dang, I got a pimple on my eye or eyelid, you know? And I and, and 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 I did, you know, it's there. It's kind of inflamed. I tried to squeeze it, nothing. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm like, wait, what's that next to it? It's a goddamn skin tag, bro. I got a skin tag on my eyelid. Oh man, that sucks so bad. Oh, okay. What can you even do when about those things, dude? There is some sort of ointment you can get that dries them out. Uh, but how do I apply that to my eyelid and then have that not get into my eye and have it dry my eye out and have my eyeball fall out? Oh, that would be awful. Sorry for folks that are like, what the hell's happening? Why is Nate kind of like a robot? I just had to 
on the podcast. Here's a new one for you. Order food on DoorDash. <laughs> DoorDash. What you ordering? Um, they're ordering, much to my chagrin, <clears throat> noodles and company. But I do enjoy um, a lot of the stuff I've had there. I just think the first time I had noodles and company really soured my like initial vibe on that place. But ever since I've had some pretty good stuff, so I'm not too mad at it. I'm order. I'm eating pad Thai from mm. from the. Uh, it's not going to be like the authentic Thai like I really really love. There's this place we just recently found called Spice Thai or Thai Spicy or Spicy Thai or something like that, and they are phenomenal. The best Thai food I've ever had. Anyways, um, bow tie. What's up? Bo- oh, bow bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> My brain turned that backwards, and I thought you said Tybo, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, gosh. why is he talking about Tybo? Oh, 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 bow tie, gotcha. <laughs> bow tie. Fuck. Uh, all right, dude. So, uh, you know, yeah, it, it, you know, your physical appearance starts changing, but not only that, not only that, but then you got to start, like, then you get to the point where you're, like, where you, where you're, you get more responsibilities getting older. Way more responsibilities, like owning a house. Yeah. House ownership sucks. Oh, yeah. Sucks dick. It sucks big old donkey dick. And the thing is, is that, you know, like I you know, I lived in like, you know, like two apartments in a trailer where I didn't have to worry about my own house repair. Now I got to worry about my own house repair. Hell yeah. That's the hard part, man. I mean, Dude, I guess it's really like, the easy part because you know good people like Tyler and I would always help if you ever had anything major you had to get done. Right, absolutely. And, I mean, it, it, and it's not that. So, but but check this out. You know, we're out in the yard in the backyard. And, uh, you know, Wyatt's playing on a swing set and, and swinging. And, and, and I'm just kind of doing that thing where, like, I mows around. I finally got sand in his basketball hoop so he could throw the little basketball. We get that that way. We got him. He can shoot baskets and stuff. And I'm trying to tell him, you know, he's trying to shoot it from the from the play set. And he's, he's sitting on the like the on his swing set trying to shoot baskets. And I'm like, you know, maybe you should try to learn how to shoot on the ground first, you know, on ground level. <laughs> that way you get your hand eye coordination down. Totally. Because I mean, he's trying to he's trying to go for the straight awesome shots already. Uh, but I just kind of notice. I look up and I see my gutter on, on the side of the house, and it's bowing, having pulled away from the house, and it's bowing completely. I'm like, "Shit! When did this happen? And how long has it been going on?" And well, the thing is, is that I had just seen it the other day, and I looked up, and I thought. You know, I had thought that I had that I had seen it, like the gutter maybe was bent. It 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 was bent. It was bowing because it came down the re- like some of the rest of the way, and then so, I you know I, I I don't have a ladder, I so I hit up Mike. Do you have a ladder? Yes, I'm coming in time to get it. When? Right now. <laughs> right now. So, book it into town. Pick up the ladder. Rains in the forecast. I book it back home. I'm pretty much seeing if I could put this damn thing back up by myself. And uh, so I make it home. I I climb that ladder, get up in there. I look in there, and it is full of water. Oh, no. 
And I am like, and, and not only is it water, it's green water. It's got algae in it. Even worse. So I'm like, hun, go get a cup. So I sit there and I dunk the cup in the water and dump it out. And then dunk it and pour it out. Dunk it and pour it out. Dunk it and pour it out. As I'm doing this and I'm trying to like empty this water out the best as I can. Because I'm going to try and pick this back up. And I'm like, I am not lifting this water up. <laughs> and, having it pour- and having this algae green, you know, disease-ridden water all over me. <laughs> Just then it starts to... Just then it starts to rain. So I try to pick it back up. It, I, it, I can't get it to stay up. And I realize that the reason is, now the gutter is not just falling. The boards that hold the gutter in place have fallen. Oh, the fascia board and the soffit. <sighs> so I climb down from the ladder, go, put it back in the car, and... I message Mike, tell him what's up. And he goes, we should be able to put that back up there. <clears throat> okay. Uh, a few days later, he comes down with another ladder. And we're up there checking it out. That's when we realize uh, this ain't going to happen. We're probably going to have to get some new wood. And I'm like, all right, well, we, we at least need to get this taken down. Because I don't want this to fall and hurt one of us. Or just, you know, be... if it, because the gutter itself is probably savable. You know, it's aluminum. And I'm like, we, we would need to buy a new gutter. We just need to buy the new boards. And so we try to take this thing down. And then we realize this whole section is being held on by two nails. Holy shit. Only two fucking nails for the whole entire side of the gutter. One nail and one board going into another board on the other side, and on the other side, the exact same story, and that was it. Um, so what we decide to do is take our hammer and beat the crap out of that one board to knock it off on one side, and bring it down halfway, and then have someone hold it, and then someone go to the other, you know, move to the middle side. You know, move move one ladder to the middle. Move you know, have the other ladder on the other side for him to knock his side down, and then we both have to take it down at the same time. He ended up falling. What? With one with one rung left to go. Oh well, that's kind of <laughs> shitty. <laughs> and he fell. And when he fell, like he tried to catch himself, and his foot landed in like a divot in my yard, a little hole. Oh, fuck. And he rolled the fuck out of his ankle and went straight back. Youch. So then I'm like, "Are you okay?" You know, he goes, "I'm fine. I'm fine." He landed on his vape. He landed on his phone. They they were fine. <laughs> they probably gave a, gave him a, quite a bruise. But uh, so you know, we we decide, you know, hey, we need to do this. We're gonna have to do this. I'm gonna have to buy some new boards. In the meantime, really, it's it, it, unless we get hurricane force winds, this you know, this is not gonna be bad. Like even even if we leave it up there for a couple weeks or even a few months, if we don't get to it, it'll be all right. You know, uh, you know, it, it won't be so bad. Well, so then he tells me to keep that one ladder that I took, or you know, that I took here, uh, so that way he wouldn't have to take them both back. And so I'm like, uh, he goes to get his ladder, and I said, "Dude, I'll get it." And he goes, and "He goes, what? Are you sure?" I'm like, "Dude, you busted your ass helping me out. Literally, I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna take your, <laughs> la- take your ladder back to your car." So then 
I go for the stairs going down my hill, which my front yard, guys, has a huge hill going straight down. He decides to walk down the hill, and his foot goes into another hole, and he about bips it going down the hill. <laughs> Saves himself. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, are you okay? He goes, I'm just an idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. He goes home. He texts me when he gets home. He goes, I can't even walk. His oh, ankle Jesus. was so fucked up. Oh, God damn. Uh, getting older sucks, guys. It, it, we are, we're more frail than we think we are. Uh, you know, I would say males have this issue of, you know, I'm a guy. I'm a dumb. I'm a tough guy. I could do this. Uh, don't, don't kid yourselves. Please don't play that game with yourselves. We are fragile. We are frail. Our bodies deteriorate over time. Granted, dude, we're only in our early 30s. People are like, what the hell? You like you're still young, and yes, we are still young comparatively. But now is the time. You know, the twenties are when we can do anything. You know, <clears throat> we can win the night. And and thirties is when all that stuff kind of starts catching up with you. You know, I have been working the same job or you know manufacturing work since I tur- since I was eighteen. I've been working in manufacturing on my feet on concrete, working, and it takes a toll on your body. Uh, they, they have done studies and said that a person who works, uh, 25 years in manufacturing has a similar toll on their body to a pro athlete after eight years. That's crazy. That's so much abuse. Exactly. And, uh, right now I was at, I'm at like, uh, almost 15 years next year. Yeah. And next year, next June. June 2020 will be 15 years I've been working in manufacturing. Damn, brother. And uh, I feel it some days, especially today, when all I did was bend over. (laughs) All I did was bend over. That's such a good episode title. (laughs) Dude, I couldn't. Okay, so and here's the bullshit. Okay? Like. I got mad respect for anybody who does that to get fucked. <laughs> because of how uncomfortable just that can be. Oh, especially yeah. when you start getting older. So, like, even if that's what I was into, right now, there's no way I could enjoy that. Nope. Because the sheer thought of me bending over gives me nightmares. I dropped my fucking scraper today and oh, looked at God. it and went, uh... <laughs> I, I made the noise of pain before I even bent over to get it because I knew it's gonna hurt. I knew so much. I'm like, this is not. I don't know. So I grabbed the rail and I like s- used my momentum, swung myself down, picked it up because I knew there was gonna be a, like like a reverse pendulum to then come back up. And thankfully, I grabbed it on the first try. Oh well, that's good. <sighs> Man, I got hurt the other day. This is a funny little story for you. This is like stupidity incarnate, and it's one of those I can't believe it happened to me moments. So I was chilling in the living room, and I had a really long day. I had done a lot of shit around the house, moving stuff and whatnot. Sarah's like, hey, do you want a couple Hot Pockets? And I was like, fuck yes, I want Hot Pockets. I always love Hot Pockets. Give me some Hot Pockets. So she went and made me two ham and cheese Hot Pockets because th- that's the only Hot Pocket that matters. Let's be real. Don't kid yourself. Uh, so I go and I grab the Hot Pockets out of the microwave. They've been sitting for like five minutes. I let them sit because I was like, I'm not getting burned today, motherfucker. 
So Hot lava. I'm doing good, man. So far, I'm doing great. I take the first few bites. It's fine. Everything's good. But I got like just past middle on my first one, and I take a bite. Half of the bite explodes down the back of my throat and instantly is burning and choking me to death. The other half, I haven't even realized because the imminent pain has exploded onto my hand and is burning (laughs) the fuck out of my thumb. My thumb is on fire and I can't figure it out. I have no idea. I'm like, I'm like grabbing a drink. I, I immediately take a huge swig of water and I get the, the, the hot pocket down my throat and I'm like, my hand is still burning. What the fuck? And I look down and not as it, it's not just the cheese that's exploded onto my hand here. There's a chunk of fucking ham that's just sitting perfectly on my fucking finger, burning the shit out of me, dude. It was so painful. And yes, I ate the ham off of my finger, but man, it killed. It left like a terrible mark on me. I was like, fuck, dude, because it was like such pain in my mouth. I didn't even register why my hand was hurting. It was just like, ow. oh, damn. Oh, dude. All right. So I was, uh, all right. So I was, uh, cooking. I was grilling, right? Okay. And, and I have one of those, uh, charcoal chimneys. And, dude, those, those things are awesome, especially, you know, you know, to ready it, get it all ready. Especially if you've ever had any trouble uh, getting charcoal lit and getting staying lit. Dude, they're awesome. Uh, I've never had that issue myself. I've always had very good luck with getting charcoal to light. But these are also, it's like easy mode. I'll, the charcoal amount that fits in the bin is almost exactly the amount that you need for almost anything. And then what you can also do, uh, if you're trying to do a longer cook, if you're going to smoke something uh, in a charcoal grill, you can set some coals up on the bottom, off to one side, light a whole thing of those, or maybe half, put those on top, and then those coals will you know will, will start the, the, the lighting and cooking process of the other coals to then, you know, get that process going. However, I got that thing going, put my coals in, and uh, I believe this is the first time I ever did my 50-50 burgers where I do, uh, where I combine ground beef with half-smoked. When I say half-smoked, I mean I started the cooking process on the bacon. It's half-smoked bacon because I put them on there and I smoked that a little bit for about 20 minutes to 30 minutes where it's almost starting to cook. You know, and then I put that in a food processor, blend it up, mix it with, the, you know, with the ground beef, make patties, put them back on there and let them smoke for about a half hour. Uh, they are fucking delicious. That sounds buddy. fucking delicious. Buddy. Yo, buddy. I did not. And I, re- please, and, and I repeat, did not place that chimney far, far away back enough. I'm wearing shorts and the back of my calf touched this insanely hot charcoal chimney. Oh, you singed your shit, dude. For real. For fucking real. And, dude, I have never made, like, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I was talking about this pain. I, I was talking about this, that, you know, this pain that I've had that has stopped me dead in my tracks. I, you know, yes, but there is literally, I have never made a noise that was this loud ever in my life because <laughs> this hurt so bad 
so fucking bad. Uh, I I have a picture that I'm gonna send you of the like right after, like because I came inside, and it's on the back. And of course, here here I am. You know, I'm starting to lose my flexibility because I don't stretch enough. I already I'm already gonna admit that. That's probably a lot of reason why I end up with such back pain that I do because I don't stretch as much as I should. But then I'm trying to look at the back of my leg at this gnarly fucking burn that I know it is because it hurt. It was one of those things where it hurt so bad and then it didn't hurt anymore because it singed uh, the nerve endings right there. Bro, you, you're you so kind. I love you so much. You would get my first last name initial on you like that. Or it maybe is also a D. Or if it's in a mirror, <laughs> possibly a 9. Or also a B. Dude. It looks like a fucking P. It does. It looks like the letter P, dude. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. So if you look closely on the back of my leg, which I cannot see anymore, you know, it's still there. Oh, man, that it's, sucks. You know, like, I mean, I can't feel it anymore. Uh, you know, and again, as I said, I, I really can't even see it. But the wife can. She said, oh, it's still there. It's a pee. <laughs> I went, fuck. <laughs> so does sometimes she fuck with you and she's like, hey, baby, I want to see that pee. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, she has not, thankfully. Well, that's good because oh, that would be man. a little bit weird possibly. But you know, have I ever told you the story about how I almost blew my face off? No. Okay, this is a great story and it will segue into our next part of our segment if you want to. So check this shit out. Me and my homie were hanging out, who's not going to be named, but I'm going to be hanging out with him tomorrow, so I'm super excited for that. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of a tradition in he and I's world, allegedly, that we um, tend to smoke some cannabis when we hang out. It's a, it's a great pastime. So, on this particular day, we had decided we were going to grill some burgers out on the grill in my house. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I think I... <laughs> I think I do remember this story, but please continue. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, man, I'm stoked. So we, he's like, Here, here's the thing, man. With him, it's like a marathon. He's a bigger dude. He's like 400 pounds. And yeah. I'm sorry, but there's no man or woman or child that will ever outsmoke me. Like, I, I train for this like the Olympics, you know. So um, <clears throat> we decide to have one more bowl before we're going to go out and do this. And we smoke, we go back, we go out to the back of the house, we pull the grill away from the garage and away from everything, and I turn the burners on, I turn the propane on, and I grab a match, and I, and as soon as I, I throw it, and I was a little bit close, but I didn't really think I was that close, let me tell you how close I was. I came back without eyebrows. That's how close I was. Because I fucking threw this thing, and it must have had a backup, like a buildup of pressure of propane. Because as soon as it was within, like, three feet, I mean, kind of far away, but kind of also close, it blew up at me. Like, woo. And Anthony just starts laughing uncontrollably, and I'm freaked out of my mind. I thought I died, bro. It was the craziest <laughs> shit. I was certain that I had been just murdered, and it was not Laugh. pretty. 
life just flashed before your eyes. Quite literally. Oh, oh but dude, that's cool. Like, uh, and that's Anthony uh, Schoen, huh? Is that Anthony Schoen? Yeah, I'm, I'm hanging out with him. Yeah, awesome, dude. Awesome. That dude, that's awesome. Yeah, he's uh, my homie. Uh, so, oh man. Uh oh, so I lose you. That I liked it. Oh, shit. No, you did not. I I kind of like spaced Uh-oh. off just for a second, uh, because I'm like trying to think of what exactly, what exactly. Um, so when I'm in such pain, since something that I've started to experiment with is CBD, and uh, if you've never tried CBD, CBD is actually getting uh, available in probably a lot of states, all fifty, and. It, <clears throat> Is it all fifty now? Well, maybe forty nine because I think Alabama's the or Georgia, one of those fucking places. It's like still mm-hmm. super illegal, even though it's legal in all fifty states. All right, so legal CBD states. I'm actually going to look that up specifically. Look at this shit. He is on it. Seventeen states. Wow, that don't allow CBD. Um. Okay, so okay, it so this is kind of confusing. Uh, for the question, is CBD oil legal in all fifty states? Concluding thoughts is: Is CBD legal? Yes, it is legal to purchase and consume hemp derived CBD in all fifty states. Uh, but we have seventeen states with spe- you know specific laws regarding CBD. So yes, it is it is legal in all fifty states. Um, but Alabama, Georgia, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Mississippi, North Carolina, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming, all have laws specifically pertaining to CBD. So check out your laws in your area, a.k.a. the usual suspects, um, when it comes to the talk of any sort of legalization that are, like, very adamant against. Um, every every place you named, I could just see the color red every single time. It was very strange. I don't understand. Wow. I, I don't know, man. Uh, you, you know, maybe we're... Maybe, maybe you're just a bull. I, I don't know. Ooh. But... Uh, like that but i mean you know cbd oil is derived uh you know obviously from hemp and of course you know the marijuana plant which just you know um allegedly it's legal in like 11 states did you know that yeah i know most of the states you've got it's uh let me see if you if if you pull up a list let's see how good i can do so you've got all right go ahead washington state Uh oregon california Mm -hmm. Yep. You have uh, Nevada. Yep. You have, if you're counting up to 2020, Illinois. Yep. Uh, you also have D.C. Sure. Are you talking fully recreational or just like upper tier laws? Uh, legalized for recreational use. Not sure, actually. I'm not All sure right. what he was talking about there, but oh, oh, oh did we'll, I cut uh, out again? We'll find out in just a second, I think. 
But uh, let's because because I think you've got. Um, let's see. I don't know, man. Am I back? Lost the call. Really? Are you back? I think so. I hope so. Okay, that was very bizarre. We had a. I weird... heard you, but 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 you could not hear me. No, not at all. That was very very bizarre. I don't understand what happened right there, but uh... no, uh, a little hiccup, minor hiccup. Uh, but but you said DC. Okay, yeah, DC. Uh, and uh, yes, I I um I'm talking about full recreational use, and so adding to that would be Maine, Vermont, Massachusetts, and Michigan, uh, Michigan, duh, Michigan, and Colorado, and 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 Colorado. We oh, Alaska. Oh, that's sweet. The reddest state on this map to have recreational use is Alaska. Um. And then, if you want to add in the uh, the medical, which would be uh, Ohio, you, yeah, Ohio, but uh, Ohio, uh, like uh, almost all of the upper uh, eastern peninsula, like uh, basically West Virginia is your furthest south of that peninsula, uh, or up there, you know, because because you have your Pennsylvanias and then your New Yorks. And in in all those uh, you know New Jersey's and all that, but then you have Florida, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Oklahoma, uh, Minnesota, North Dakota, uh, Montana, Utah, uh, New Mexico, Arizona, and Hawaii. And then the rest of the ones that have no broad laws for legalization, uh, on this map they're gray, but I think I'm, I think they're pretty red, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, which is where we're at in this day and age. You know, Illinois just is the most recent to go fully recreational, uh, and that takes place in January, or you know, it goes in effect in January of of twenty twenty. But think about how cool that um, is, man. They're not only the, not only listen. It's one thing <clears throat> for them to say, "Hey, we are gonna legalize cannabis recreationally for people who want to enjoy it as an adult," you know. But the other thing that's really cool is they're expunging 7,700 criminal records from people who have had minor cannabis offenses in their lifetime, who maybe have been in jail for 10 years for something, you know, that, you know, now it's legal in this state. And that's a huge step forward in legislature. You also look at other legislature that's recently, that they're recently working on, but, uh, I feel like Ocasio-Cortez and somebody else, or I might be wrong on that one, cross-check my facts there, but somebody in Congress just recently put out a bill to make it rescheduled, federally rescheduled, and to officially get it to go through both the House and the Senate, because as they said, how crazy is it that we live in a world where in New York you could get arrested for something that in California could make you a billionaire? Exactly, exactly. Now... Uh, just recently, the biggest front runner for the Democratic uh, presidential nomination, Joe Biden, as of right now, as of this recording, uh, as as currently uh, he's he uh, first or maybe not officially from what the polls are showing, but from this podcaster's personal opinion, has not been performing well as well as some of his other constituents. I'm looking are, at that Buttigieg guy. He's the man. 
Um, but like it, when when you look at that first debate, man, there 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 were some people who definitely shined, and he did not. So he is like kind of rebooting his campaign a little bit to try and you know, kind of put some new face on some of his ideas. And one of those ideas is marijuana. And here's the thing: his goal is not to recreationalize it at all or legalize it in that in that manner. It is to just declassify it to a Schedule Two, which would like leave it open for more uh, testing and more experimenting, and you know we could find a lot of new uses for this. But it still doesn't like when you have eleven states out of the fifty, with more to come, that are recreationally legalizing it. Some states have skipped over the medical and went screw it all in, bro. And a lot of these, I think Washington is a, one of those. Yeah, a lot of these are voter-backed. And like Colorado, voter-backed. That was not a bill. That was a proposition that they said they wanted this. The the governor is against it. He doesn't want it. But he did it because the voters wanted it. And he's not going to be the guy that says, screw you guys. I'm not going to listen to your voice. (laughs) Right. Even if he disagrees with it. And he has reasons why he disagrees with it. And, I mean, they're not necessarily in my opinion uh you know valuable <laughs> at all because when you have that many people within a state that say we want this you better be listening and uh at least he did absolutely it would be like him saying oh you you like what i stand for well fuck you then <laughs> you know like it's it's awful but um we're kind of going round, uh, Ryan. We're kind of talking about a lot of things that are that are on the topic of cannabis, which I really appreciate because it is something that's important. It's something that saved my life, dude. I mean, I mm-hmm. okay. I, I think you were a part of this story. Maybe you weren't. Maybe this is, maybe this is Tony. I think it was Tony. Actually, I know it was Tony. So this is like the worst migraine I ever had was when like ever, 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 ever. And, and it got so much worse. Maybe you were there. I can't remember. You tell me, but anyways, I went and saw Phantom of the Opera at the Lorraine I was theater. There. You were there. Yeah. We so, went on a double date, dude. Yes. Oh my God. I'm so glad you remember. Cause I, my brain was scrambled as, as you can, as you can recall. Um, so we went to Phantom of the Opera, and in the Lorraine, which at the time was like the seventh loudest sound system in the world, this predated the IMAX upgraded insane sound quality that you have now. And when you sat in there, it shook you. And I just remember like 10 minutes into that movie, I thought I was going to die. Well, do you remember how that movie starts with that huge sort of organ oh yes absolutely it's super piercing oh man i i felt like that dude on like on the cdrs with the dudes like sitting in his chair the max l dude like yeah 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 and his hair is like woof that's how i felt yes uh, absolutely so yes i do remember that the worst migraine i dude you were miserable absolutely so you've seen me you have seen me pre-cannabis what they do to me and how they take me out and they affect me and I was dying. I think I cried in front of you guys a lot because I was in so much pain. Like, fucking wrecked me, dude. And now, here I am, 32. Like, that's half my life ago, essentially. 
And if I start to feel a migraine coming on, I can sit back, I can have a little bit of weed, and I know that I'm going to be okay. And I'm going to be able to ride the storm out, and if it gets really bad, I'm either going to smoke until I sleep, or I'm going to smoke until I don't feel it anymore. One of those things is going to happen. And now, to go back to the beginning of this conversation, like, and now there's the CB, there's CBD in this world, like CBD cream is ultra helpful in my migraines. I've noticed that when I get them in the base of my neck or in my temples, if I rub some CBD cream directly on there, if it's a water-based uh, or a water-soluble based uh, cream, it immediately re- relieves and alleviates the pain. It's amazing. That's awesome. Uh, it's very interesting because I have a very interesting relationship uh, with marijuana in, ger- in general uh, because... It- almost the opposite was, was the same for me and still can be the smell bugs me and actually has led me to have some of the worst migraines in my life. And I don't know why I don't know who, when, where, what, but all I know is that I used to run for the fucking Hills when I smelled it. It it didn't used to be that way. It didn't used to. And then, allegedly, I was in a car once. I, I was hoping you were gonna tell. <laughs> I was hoping you were gonna tell this story. We were in high school when this story happened. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. Please continue. Yes. I know exactly what and you're about was, to say. And it was junior year, and it was test day, like the big test day. And I used to ride to ride, ride to school with one of my best friends at the time, a really cool guy, and uh, well. You know, he partook from time to time, allegedly, and uh, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> <laughs> and I had smelled it before, and it didn't bother me. But locked in this car, it gave me a migraine. And ever since then, ever since then, if it's really pungent, man, I've had. Um, you know, times where someone has kissed me right after maybe they allegedly had smoked. And allegedly, I got an even bigger migraine. Oh, my gosh. That's allegedly. awful. Um, and literally ruined, like, my entire weekend. Damn, brother. How far back that's were we talking on s- that situation? We watched Suicide Squad that weekend. That's the first time I saw it, or the only time I ever saw it. Okay. Was laying on the couch in misery. That's why people were like, that movie sucked. I'm like, not as bad as that migraine. So it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't it was that right. bad. It was okay. Um, but no, man. Uh, you know, when, uh, when I tried for the first time, uh, why? why? Why did I try it? After knowing that what it could do, like, what if, and, and that was part of my th- thought process, like, what if this makes it even worse? I'm like, well, yeah, but it's got that properties that, you know, that should help take care of that. I'm like, okay, so then it just balances, oh, whatever. But, you know, here I am, you know, we, you know, we talked about getting old. That's been like, that was the first half of this podcast, getting old. And part of my getting old is I already have, have a degenerative uh, ocular disease. Uh, in lamest terms, I have glaucoma. Sucks and it's fucking not, dick, brother. Uh, and it's and it's not just oh, I'm really young and here's it is early. No, I got it and it progressed fast. And I didn't know, and I, I've already lost a decent, uh, you know, a decent little chunk of my peripheral, my left eye, 
And you can see on the vision chart, it's fucking it scares scares the shit out of me every time I see it. Because it's like, I can see, if with both eyes, I can see just fine. You know, when you close my left eye, I can kind of see the spot where I don't see. Because it's like, how often do you close one eye and then hold your hand up and go, where can I see my hand? Let me, let me do my own vision check on me. Nobody fucking does that. And uh, when I see that chart, I'm like, I'm fucking going blind. This is terrible. I'm losing I, this battle. I'm going to end up being a blind dude. And uh, you, the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, and you know, no disrespect to anybody who is blind, but uh, I saw I we were at the th- we were at the theater, right? Okay, they do have here, you know, you know the you know the uh, you know the like the uh, the advanced hearing the or the the subtitled hearing where like it describes actions. They have that for people who are blind, so they can also enjoy the movies. You know, it's awesome. But I saw somebody walking with sunglasses on. You know. The old Stevie Wonder, and they've got the little they're you know they're bouncing their their you know their stick for the clicks, and they're walking with their cell phone in their hand, tapping it. Because they have you can use smartphones now if you're blind. I, I didn't know if you knew that. They have ways for you to be able to do it. That's incredible. And I, it, no, it, it that is amazing. But the funny thing was that is literally the equivalent of somebody walking, looking, staring right at their phone. <laughs> It kind of is, yeah. Because <laughs> she was walking with her stick, clicking it, and she's over here tapping her phone, doing something. I'm like, do you think that you was... You know what, that is... I mean, I don't even... That's blowing my mind to think about, actually. Like, how does that even work? Because what's dude, she looking at, dude? Like, she can't be actually looking. <laughs> No, she's feeling. I, and I'm just saying, like, she's feeling, she's hearing, she's using, uh, technically, she's using two different senses. One, she's using her touch to interact with her phone and her hearing to walk. So I'm just like, first of all, her brain is now way bigger and more expansive than mine will ever be. And number and number two, uh, you know, she's not using the same sense that she would need to walk in a straight line, uh, and not impaired. Uh, so it's like, but at the same time, you're still. You know, I can imagine somebody seeing it like, don't walk with your phone. Oh, crap. Wait, hold. What, huh? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, this whole cavalcade of confusion hits you. All I, It was all I could do not to bust into laughter because the irony hit me immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the asshole then. Uh, if, you know, if you, uh, if you're laughing at the blind chick that, to get right. off her phone, like or being, you know, that's that's awful. Uh, uh, hold on. Go, All right. Go ahead. So where I was going, we tangented just a second. I tell that funny story because I thought of it. The whole reason is I have glaucoma. I'm going blind. I'm in my early 30s, and I've never used any sort of drug that wasn't prescribed to me or over the counter. I've, I've never done marijuana, uh, probably, and I've been, and I was deterred for a long time by the my experience. It was awful. You know, I remember, you know, uh, allegedly visiting some of my friends and just like having you know, walking into the other room and in a way almost getting like upset, not necessarily with them, but upset that here I am hanging out with my friends and I can't be in the same room with them because I don't want to be miserable. And it's like and, and, and it would just be a mood killer for me. I would instantly uh, just just being kind of like in a downer mood or just in a bad mood. But anyway, here I am thinking I'm I, I it was like just a few years ago, uh, and I'm like, you know what? I've never lived, you know. I I'm living my life and I'm living my life to these constraints that I'm forced to live in, 
And those constraints are there for a reason, and I, un- and I understand that. But at the same time, it's like, motherfucker, like, this doesn't make any goddamn sense. So I agreed to try. And so I did, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. Let me just say, for the listeners out there, uh, you know, uh, to say that, to say, to keep saying that, I- I'm saying it almost as a pun or like a as a joke in joke, because like there's no way that any prosecutor or anybody's gonna hear me telling a story about a time that I got high once and try to arrest me and prosecute me for telling a story, because it's not like he can grab me up and test me right now. Are you high right now? No, I'm not, dude. Despite my eyes and how bloodshot they fucking are. That's the fucking glaucoma meds, pal. That in and it's of itself weed. is that in and of itself is hysterical. Because if you and I were ever in a car together driving somewhere and got stopped, the cop would <laughs> totally think you were stoned on your fucking mind, and I would definitely be stoned out of my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's that's always kind of been a, a fucking running gag between us. Is just like how ridiculous the the pair we are. You know, it's funny that you mention how you would be bummed out when. And you would be hanging out with friends and I was probably at one point in time friends and a lot of times I would try to <laughs> <laughs> just the way you said that I was probably at one point friends <laughs> I was just being allegedly about it you know so <laughs> Go um, on. <laughs> I know that I would try to just be like quick about it because I can always just like have a one hitter and be like 10 seconds pop pop and, and back. And so I would mm-hmm. try not to be like making it a big deal or whatever. And I'm sure that maybe there were a couple times when a few people were over and it was like, hey, would you like to do this? And you were like, oh, no, it's fine. Go ahead. And we would go in the other room to respect you. But I remember it was still like like to go way, way back, man. I remember a time when... Like it's, I was like the really shitty friend, I guess is the way you could say that. And, and, and if this was in a movie, you would laugh your ass off. So I hope you're going to laugh to this story. But like, do you remember episode 50 of journey into comics? Yes. How well does your, Uh, absolutely. How well does that day play out for you? Do you like pretty much have it all in your head there? Oh yeah, dude. We went to the baby shower yep. and we we were in a time constraint. We had a lot of people on the show. Yep, Mike it and Joanna big... went and got Starbucks and ran us behind a little bit, which is fine. Say la vie. Uh, but I mean, uh, I mean, honestly, like it, 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 the whole thing was kind of like offset, and it wasn't necessarily just their fault. We kind of got back late, and then that happened, and it was just like you know, it is what it is. But yes, okay. So then there was the break between, yeah. Because then we went yeah. back and did metal cast, okay? Yeah. So the break between happens, and I grab my one and my whatever I had to pack it with, and I go into your bathroom, and I, I quickly pack one up. I hit it. I completely take it all in, and then I blow it out your window, and then I close the window, and then I walk out, and I'm, I swear to God, dude, two seconds and this is a totally different point in our friendship uh, with where we were in all this. So two seconds after I walk out of the bathroom, uh, Kate's like, it smells like weed. And I think Nick Torres immediately was like, no, I think it's the beer. And I was like, yeah, it's the beer, dude. It's totally the beer. No, it was me, dude. 
Uh, <laughs> but then I remember there was another time when I was over and one of our friends allegedly was in a lot of pain and I saw it and it was breaking my heart because I care about all y'all people. And uh, we were all hanging out and I was like, listen, I'm just going to be fucking real right now, but I've got some, some weed back there and it'll help you. Let, let, let's go take care of this. And we did. And then that started like a whole new chapter for people in your life that were changed by this plant as well. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's a whole other story and chapter if you want to get into it or whatever. Uh, so <clears throat> the very first time I tried it, a half hour later, I didn't feel anything. Nothing. I'm sitting there playing L.A. Noir on the Switch. And nothing. I feel nothing. I'm like, I didn't do it right. <laughs> Something. And uh, so, you you pack another one. Try it again. And buddy, ten minutes later, I was the same construct of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> you melted into the chair. Like that old commercials, like, this is your brain on drugs. Like, yeah, like... Don't be like your friends. Your friend is deflated. I felt deflated. I'm like, I am sans air. It's completely sans. I am sans Gruber. Oh, man. Oh, that's funny as shit. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so uh, it it's really funny because, you know, I've tried edibles. Edibles didn't really. Uh, the one time I tried it, I guess. I, I haven't tried it that much. Um it, it, it was okay. Uh, edibles are a little uh, hit and miss. Uh, you know, just variable. It, it, it all depends on who's doing it, how much, you know, the math, the science. There's a, secret, even then, there's a secret to edibles too, man. Let me tell you the biggest secret that no one probably talks about. You cannot eat before you have an edible or it will fuck you up because mm -hmm. it won't work. The food, it'll take so long to digest that it won't it won't break up the same. But if you have nothing in your system and you take an edible, it will bam activate. Not to say now listen, not to say that you can't have had some food and then eat an edible and it won't do anything. It probably still will. However, if you want fast actin to actin, you wanna go <laughs> you wanna go on an empty stomach is is the route. And that's the opposite for if yeah. you smoke. If you smoke, you wanna be filled up with food. You wanna eat before you go. Um, so the last time that I enjoyed, I remember getting home. It was, it, it was, it was like my vacation and I was going to be off for, for, you know, for more than long enough for it to, you know, for it to get out of my system before I had to, you know, not have any in me. And, uh, my whole deal was like, I need to fucking relax, <clears throat> relax the fuck out, relax my back. You know, this, you know, this goes with the getting old thing, dude. My back feels all tight and everything, man. And uh, so I told her, like, I am going to go sit in a fucking hot bath. And so, Sounds like a good like, plan. And then, you know, you're going to roll one and we're going to, you know, and we're going to smoke it. So the plan goes through. I'm sitting there in this hot-ass fucking bath and we're going through with it and... I'm watching Sanford and Son on my phone. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> and and it's the episode where his son Lamont 
buys an old Revolutionary War rifle. Awesome. And, you know, like, Fred's telling this story about his great-great-great-great-grandpa fought in the Revolutionary War. And, of course, it's some big tall tale made up. And, like, uh, like he's up there with the rifle. He's getting all animated. He, he puts that thing on his shoulder. And he, he pulls the trigger and the gun fires out their door and into the neighbor's house. Oh, shit. <laughs> And he falls down and grabs his chest with the whole heart attack thing. And I'm in the bathtub fucking dying. That's hysterical. I have seen this episode before. But it was so much more funny watching him grab his chest and his son going like with this big wide eyed look. Oh, man. Uh if, the, if there's one thing that I wanted to do, it would have been under the influence while seeing Metallica. It was great. I, I bet it was. I was unable to do that because I, I was by myself. Well, okay. Let, so, let me rephrase. Jim Brewer was great. And then I was just watching Metallica. Yeah. Because I didn't bring in. Jim. It's funny, though. Let me, sorry to side tangent, the, the the Jim Brewer thing, but it's so funny to note, once Metallica started, as soon as the lights went down, you could see in the crowd people who were smoking weed, and I was like, it's you, oh, it's you, oh, it's you, oh, like, like across, I'm talking on the other side of the stadium, you could see, because it'd be like a quick one light, and then it'd be done, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, they are enjoying life to the fullest, and my dad's like, fuck, man, why didn't we bring any weed in here? <laughs> oh, he's hysterical. Uh, um, yeah. So I enjoyed it afterwards, right? Yeah. And I get home. Uh, I, I and I pick up Subway on on the way home because that's pretty much the choice is that or McDonald's where I live. I love that Subway, and bro. I, uh, you know, picked up some Subway, came back home. She stayed up late enough to make sure I made it home all right. And so she's going to bed. So before I even eat. I, you know, light up and, and then I'm eating my sandwich and it kicks in mid sandwich. Ooh, because I know, you know, you know, you're, I'm not sure how it affects you or it like, if it just like, if you still get that yeah, kind of feeling oh. <laughs> like when it just like kind of comes, it's almost like vertigo, honestly. Yeah. Without it like, actually okay, being so- vertigo. Cause your brain almost focuses and you realize what's happened. You're like, Oh, I'm fucking high right now oh shit okay we're gonna we're okay we're it's cool deep breaths okay count to 10 1 2 15 great we're there awesome you know it we're here and then everything's fine yeah but i still get the tingly tinglies brando uh-oh lost brando again for a second let's try to fix that Oh, you there, my friend. So, I'm eating this sandwich, and it kicks in. And every single time I've ever been high, I'm sitting in my chair, and I just start moving my head. Mm. I do it every time. It's like I do this thing where like I do like circles with my head, super slow. And then when I get so far down, I just let it go. 
and it's like my head does it, but the motion has to catch up with me. That that like that's how it feels. <laughs> that's awesome. And and so I, I'm sitting there eating this sandwich, and I'm watching something on TV, YouTube, or something, and I'm just like, all of a sudden, this sandwich got so much tastier. Makes everything then, better, bro. And I'm just like sitting there eating Subway of all things, right? It's not even like the 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 highest class of fast food or anything. I'm just like, oh my god, it's almost orgasmic. I'm like, yes, it's sandwich. My ears are still ringing. It's awesome. <laughs> and I eat that sandwich, and I'm like, you know putting the paper up and i'm like sleep is gonna be so awesome now yeah but but dude 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 i should i should have some pudding oh my god pudding is amazing i have pudding i have pudding in the extra big cups so I, i get up and do this little like like strut (laughs) <laughs> to the kitchen like yeah i'm and then I, I i throw my trash in the trash i almost do this little um uh, like my cat gohan is laying on the couch or on the chair and i'm walking by and do you remember from batman 89 where that mime pats that kid on his head yeah <laughs> that's what i do to my cat You're, the like, two tap yeah a little too tap. So then I'm walking to my cabinet. I open it up and I have the chocolate pudding in there, and and then I grab the like the two of them that are stuck together to break them apart so I could take one, and I break them apart and I'm like, I'm having two. <laughs> and then I I grab I grab a baby spoon because that was the only spoon that was clean, and I sit down in the chair and I. I take my first bite of this pudding, and I I make an audible ah, mm. uh, yeah, <laughs> and I ate those two puddings, and I'm sitting there now like the fullness has hit me, like that whole sandwich and these puddings. I'm just like, ugh. And you're just coming off the high of seeing Metallica, right? While while being high on like like on actual cannabis so i'm just like today was a good day (laughs) ice cube said today was gonna be a good day god damn right (laughs) oh god damn it's so funny because like i I haven't really done it that many times i think uh a total of four okay so here's one story and this will be my last story because this last one that i can remember and, and then maybe i'll let you tell uh maybe one or two more sure so uh, I smoked once when maybe I shouldn't have. I was super stressed out. I It was like anxiety, really bad anxiety. And actually, it was right around the time of the whole March debacle, which we won't go into here on, on the show. I know you know what that is. Totally. And it was like a weekend after that. It, it, it was a WrestleMania weekend. Okay. And I... I was dealing with work. We're working so much and all I'm just stressed and I have really high anxiety and I'm not myself. And, you know, I'm, I'm telling her that I am just, I feel like so on edge. And then, you know, uh, she goes, you should just smoke. And I'm like, I can't blah, blah, because of blah, blah, blah. I can't because of blah, blah, blah. She goes, you know, it'll be out of your system. 
you know, in this many days, you you know, you'll be fine. And I'm just like, no, no, I can't, I can't. So then I did. And that was probably the highest I've ever been. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> right? I sat there, melted into my chair. I probably melted into the next layer of fabric. Even uh, better. To be honest with you. <laughs> right? And I'm watching NXT TakeOver, which I don't really remember all the matches on that card. I think that was the first Gargano Champa. If, if you know what that is, anybody knows what that is. Uh, like it was like after he had done the, they, the is after they did the hill turn, and then they started doing those matches against each other. It was the first one. Um, so I remember like getting high as fuck and watching like you know how like you get hyper focused when you're high. Absolutely, caught me in a mid drink. Sorry. Okay. No, my I, I I don't I don't think I blinked for for like for like the whole duration of of this one match. Holy shit! And it was a, I think it was a Velveteen Dream match, and I'm just like, my God, this is amazing. Velveteen Alistar the first time. Yeah, I think so. Ugh. And I just look at her, who's not paying any attention to what I'm doing or anything. I'm I, and I'm looking at her with my mouth agape, <laughs> and she goes, "What?" And she goes, "Are you okay?" I'm like. This is the best thing I've ever seen. This is like the this is awesome. She says, "Do you feel good?" I'm like, "I feel fucking awesome now." <laughs> <laughs> and she's laughing, saying, "Good." And I just sat there in awe, and and it was like you know near finish, and I would go. <gasps> she goes, "What?" I'm like, "Near finish." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like popping in like the most slowest of manner in every single way. I'm like, and it got over. I'm like, that was fucking amazing. She goes, good. And I'm like, and then I turn the TV off, turn the PlayStation off. And I'm like, no, you don't know. I'm like, like I've been a fan a long time. I know what good matches are. And, and that wasn't just a good match. That was a better match. <laughs> it's amazing. And then she goes, awesome. I'm, she goes, are you going to go to bed? I'm like, I have to go to bed now. Nothing in my life is going to get better than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all downhill from here, pal. So then I go and like go to the bathroom or something. And like I come back out and I'm like, okay. It's time to play Blue's Clues. Where's my phone? <laughs> and I'm looking around. Oh, it's still on the chair where I left it. Okay. So I sat back down, and I'm looking at my phone for a whole like minute and a half before I realize I was going to go to bed. <laughs> I should probably do that. And I'm like, you know what match I didn't see? The Gargano Champion match. Like... I wonder who won that. So I go to my website that I check stuff for wrestling. Look at it. And I'm like, all right. Okay, so that dude beat that guy. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Wait. I thought that match was tonight. And then it hit me. 
oh shit, it's not over. <laughs> I had to turn everything back on. You got to see the finish <laughs> it though. It had been Oh dude, like it had only it, you know, in my mind it felt like it was a half hour. But it was probably only like a matter of like five or ten minutes. That's hysterical. Uh, because by the time I got by the time I got it back on, I think the bell had just rung for it to start. But uh, uh but I'm sitting there and then I just start laughing. She goes, What? I'm like, I turned this off because I thought this was over. It's not over. <laughs> she goes She goes, You she goes, Well, I mean, you could just go to bed and watch it tomorrow. I'm like, but I'm fucking high right now, and if me being high made that match good, this match is going to be even better than that one, and I, it's going to be a real slobber knocker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny as shit. Uh, but, yeah, no, like, because here's the thing. Uh, weed has a very similar effect to me than alcohol. Uh, it, it really does. It makes me goofy it makes me uh, uh, gibby you know giddy laughing like uh, loosens your inhibitions a little bit yes only twice have i ever gotten like super paranoid and it was a bad experience uh uh yeah uh, and i didn't like it and I, i'm like i'm getting paranoid for no reason well the thing is is it's not for no reason the science is the science tells us that even though <clears throat> what you were probably smoking wasn't something purchased from like a, a weed store. So you didn't know what the effects would have, but there are strains that will make you paranoid, even though they have other great effects, they'll make you sleep or whatever. Some of the quote unquote down effects are paranoia or sometimes sleepiness is a, is a down effect you don't want to have. But, uh, you know, the one thing is, uh, there's a app called leafly, that if you are getting from a place that is an actual dispensary that has quality cannabis, you can look at your your what you have. It's on there. It exists. This this is a huge database, and you can see what the pluses and minuses of each different strain do, and what their side effects are, and whatnot. And it's great. What it's good used for. Um, it's really super helpful, honestly. Um, I want to talk about. You were talking about a time when you were smoking between, uh, like, during your shutdown or whatever. So something like that similar happened to me <clears throat> a long, long time ago. I was working at Carter's Furniture. Okay, that's how far back this was. Oh, yeah. So a little, little, little before the podcasting days, as it were. A little before I am who I am now. So... I was the kid who, at Carter's, they drug tested because they knew I didn't smoke or do anything. They could test me, and I would be clean every time. And for insurance purposes, they need somebody like that. So they would randomly test, and I was always the random number, right? So I decide I'm going to take my week vacation. I'm taking this week vacation. Day one, I'm smoking. I don't give a fuck. So I get some, and I decide I'm going to smoke. And I take a rip off this one hitter and I'm, I'm not smoked in a long, long time. Like I had smoked a little bit, um, like right out of high school, just a, a few party days when I was in a situation, get past a joint, whatever, smoke it or whatever. And it was, it was, you know, big deal. And I, and I would have fun, <clears throat> but this was me trying to go to a different place. Cause I was like, I'm going to enjoy my fucking vacation. Fuck these people, you know? So I take this humongous rip off this one hitter that's a deep pack one hitter. It like packs deep. 
and I hit it so hard, immediately it triggers my gag reflex. So I immediately start puking violently, okay? So I'm in the backyard like, you know, going on and on and on. And while this is happening, I'm like just trying to catch my breath. I finally stand up, and it was the best worst feeling because the high hits me right when I stand up. So it's a mixture of, oh, my God, I'm, I'm glad I'm done puking. But it's also this, like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm floating out of my fucking shoes right now, man. Like, oh, no, <laughs> something is wrong. Come back to Earth. What are we doing? We've, we've Danger, you've you've gone too far. It was your first time, man. Slow down, you know? Um, man, <sighs> blown out that day. It was lovely. It was very fun. Those stories are minimal in my memory because I've smoked so many times since that, like, there are other uh, anniversaries of smoke and and situations that you learn. Man, the technology for cannabis and the way you can take your THC now in this era is so vast. You don't just have to have uh, the flowered bud that you break off, put into a bowl, and smoke. You can do shatter, which is, you know, pure THC wax that you can put mm-hmm. into a pen and smoke it out of a pen that looks like a thing that all these other people are walking around the street having vapes, you know? Or you can do something called a dab. I've never yep. officially told this story on any podcast, so this is a, a pretty good breaking story that I'll probably get yelled at by somebody for telling, but I'm going to try to be as vague, vague book as possible <laughs> when I'm telling this alleged story that might have possibly could have happened. But actually, I can tell this story 100% because guess what? It was in a fucking state that it was super legal. So fuck y'all motherfuckers. I'm telling it. We fly out to Vegas. Vegas is Sin City. What happens in Vegas stays on my podcast. That's how we're rolling with this. So I, we're out in Vegas. We run into these people at the pool we had never met before. The Cutnos. And they're super nice folks. They're from California. And they're like, hey. I'm like, what's up? And uh, the reason we met was because our buddy Joe was, like, on their back. Like, literally, he was, like, climbing on them because he was all tweaked out and being stupid because he was in Vegas. And he was in party mode, you know? So he, we knew him and he knew them, but we didn't know each other. And he was with them and ran them into us, which was awesome fate because these are people that I'm still very close friends with to this day. So it's like this fated meeting, uh, you know, a, a holy appointment or whatever. And, uh, so they're like, Hey, uh, we, we drove out from California. So we actually have all of our cannabis stuff with us. You guys want to go up to our hotel room and smoke? And we were like, duh. Yes, of course. (laughs) So we go up and they show us, this is like a, this is a dually story because it leads into this next part of the story. So. It's going to be a little long, but it's okay. It's It's got good payoff. So we go up to their room, and we're all chilling, and while they're breaking out the dab rig, because you have to do the a dab is totally a different beast. It's it's done with the THC hardened oil that's, you know, wax or whatever. You put it into a, a area that you heat with a really hot torch, literally, mm-hmm. and then you breathe it in through a water bong, type setup called the rig and you get high it's just like smoking out of a bong but it just has a little bit of a different process so while they're setting that up because you have to like heat the nail head cut off the piece that you're going to do all this all this stuff 
they start passing around a donut bowl. It looked like a donut. It was shaped like a donut. It had sprinkles like a donut. <laughs> and it was it was also a bowl with it has sprinkles. Uh that's a little Easter egg for you. Uh but uh so we're doing that and then Jason's like, Okay, we're you're up. I'm gonna show you how to do it. You're gonna fucking take this little uh rod that has your wax. You're gonna put it on the nail head. When you're doing that, you're gonna kind of stir it around slowly. Just make sure you're touching the, the outer rim because that's how you're gonna heat this wax to the point that it's gonna vaporize into what you're gonna smoke. And then that's it. You're and you just smoke through. So okay, cool. So I do it, and it's like, boom! It hits me like a ton of fucking bricks, bro. And I have no idea what has happened. Like, I, I'm looking at everybody, and they're people, but I don't even, I can't even register what's existing in front of me. So I'm like, this <laughs> is not good. And they keep passing me this fucking donut bowl, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's awesome. They pack it again. Then they're like, do you want another dab? Sure, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. You know, why not? <laughs> let's do it. If we're going to live a little, let's live a little. So they hit me again, Captain, and I do it up. And then we go to dinner. We ate at the Pink Taco. So we go down the elevator. We walk over to the Pink Taco. And we go in. We sit down. We order our food. I, I know I ordered a burrito because I, I was so good. It was like the tastiest fucking burrito I've ever had. And it was crazy because they had these corn tamale things that were sweet corn tamales that were out of this world. They're really the best thing they have. Oh, my God. They're insane. But... For whatever reason, on this one particular time when we were at the Pink Taco, instead of ordering the delicious tamales I always get, I order this burrito, and that's the where I knew everything was wrong. So we're eating there, and there's this guy that we know named Dingo, not Dongo. His name is Dingo. He's a famous uh, snowboarder. He's like a couple booths down, and I see him eyeing me, and he sees me eyeing him, and we know each other, so we're kind of like doing the awkward like, hello, but we're not going to get up because we're all doing our thing at dinner. And then the next thing I remember, Brando, I swear to God, I'm walking out of the pink taco and I'm all happy. And it's like, cool, that was a great meal. I feel fulfilled. Everything's nice. Sarah taps me on the shoulder. She's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, what? We just ate. Everything's glorious. Like, let's go. She's like, uh, you're going to fucking pay for the bill? And I was like, what? I didn't pay? Nope, dude, I just straight up marched <laughs> down to that motherfucking place and had no idea. So I have no idea that I've done that at all. I feel super embarrassed. I have to go back in. I'm just like hanging my head in shame. I pull my car down. I give it to him. I'm like, sorry, guy. I don't fucking sorry. So we're going to this event. And again, there's going to be another round of, of hanging out and stuff at this thing called the Circle Bar before this event. The Circle Bar is in the middle of the Hard Rock Hotel. So we're all there, and some of the people that are part of the Jason Ellis crew are downstairs. One of those guys, Josh Richmond, a.k.a. Raw Dog. You guys know him because he made me have a podcast, the Journey into Comics podcast, which spawned all this stuff out. Uh, so he's down there, and, and this is he's in his like late 20s. You know, I was only probably like 24. He was like 29 or 30 at that time. And... Our buddy Jason's like, hey, Raw Dog, you want to uh, go up in our hotel room and do some dabs? And Raw Dog's like, I've never done dabs. Oh, my God. Yes, that'd be awesome. So it's me, an, uh, my compatriot, who prefers not to be named, uh, the Cutnose, 
Josh Richmond, his girlfriend, who is a porn star, um, all go up into this hotel room to do dabs. And we have all had the 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 like the learn how to do it. And Jason shows Josh how to do it, okay? Gets everything set up for Josh, hands Josh this this little stick that's got the wax on it. And okay, one thing, people, if you know anything about Josh Richmond, he is horrible at doing anything on the first try. Like, it's going to go really poorly. Just so you're aware <laughs> of where this story is going. So he immediately takes this little stick, and he immediately, like, kind of fucking half starts jerking it off into the hot nail bed and not at all doing it. He's, like, violently, like, yeah, yeah. And we're all like, what the fuck is going on? Is he having a seizure right now? Like, holy shit, bro. It's not like that. You go slow. It's like you you stir. It's like a stir. And he's, like, trying to draw the star of fucking David a million times in the fucking thing. <laughs> he's just, like, stabbing into it, you know? And it's awful. And, uh... So that was a funny experience because the whole time that's happening and Josh is having this crazy falling out thing, his girlfriend Carla is talking about how her uncle allegedly, which obviously this has been proven not true, her uncle was working on the Dexter movie that was coming out because of how bad the final season had allegedly done. It's a weird place to put the allegedly because the last season of Dexter sucked dick, but... <laughs> <laughs> There's no allegedly to it, you know? Now that I think about it, I'm just like, oh, fuck, that was... There, there were other places the allegedly probably should have went in that, but I digress. Um, yeah, so then there was the last time I did dabs, and this is this was my decision to, like, I should probably never do that again. And it was, one, yeah. not just that it was like, a, I probably should not have ever done that again. I just felt super out of control, unsafe. So... And, and, it, and it wasn't necessarily on me directly. So let me back it up. We had this dealer at the time. He lived in a spot not too far from here. Super accessible, reasonable prices. Like, you know, you got to do what you got to do because it's not legal necessarily in the state. So uh, I hit him up. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swing by. He's like, all right, cool. I'm just getting off work. Come by. So I get there and dude's walking into his house. He lets me in. As he's letting me in, I notice that he's packing heat. He's got his pistol on his fucking hip. And I never noticed that he had a gun before, so I feel a little unsettled by that. I'm like, ugh, you know? So then he takes me into the living room, and he sets the gun down. And I'm like, okay, uh, I don't like that he even touched it. But he's like, sorry, man, I just carry this when I'm at work. And I was like, okay, I appreciate that, whatever. At least he said something about it and didn't make it awkward. So he's like, do you got like a couple minutes to kill? And I really didn't, but I'm not going to say that to him because it's already kind of awkward, you know? So I'm like, yeah, man, what's up? And he's like, man, I'm just going through some shit with my girlfriend and it just sucks, you know? So he starts pouring out his heart to me about this girl and like this whole situation and she is leaving him and all the stuff that's in this room is going to be gone in a week and like it's a sob story, bro. And he's like, as he's telling me, he kind of is realizing he's putting some heavy shit on me. He's like, do you want to smoke? I'm like, all right, sure. So he has a joint, gives me the joint, we take turns smoking it, we smoke the joint, not a big deal. I can handle smoking a joint, I've done it a million times, go on, live my life, not a big deal. <clears throat> We're still talking about the girl relationship, all this stuff, the gun is still there, just kind of creeping me out a little bit, you know, I'm like, oh my god, I hope he doesn't like freak out all of a sudden and get angry as he's telling me these stories and like 
fucking blow my head off or some shit, you know? And now I'm high, so I'm starting <laughs> to get a little paranoid about everything, you know? So then he's like, hey, man, have you ever done dabs? And I was like, yeah. And I tell him the Vegas story. I was like, yeah, I've done dabs. I like, kind of lost a whole day. Like, I don't even re- I mean, remember parts of it, but I don't remember all of it. Like, holy shit, you know? So he's like, all right, well, let's go. And he's like, I just got some fresh stuff. So he has this nice, fresh uh, shatter. He breaks a piece off, gives it to me. It's a sizable piece. I smash this thing in one massive rip like an idiot because I'm just with this dude, and it's a little bit awkward. I'm already there longer than I want to be, and it's already like I feel like I'm lingering, but he's inviting me to be there, so it's weird. I can't text Sarah because I left my phone in the car because it's a thing I do sometimes like a dumbass. I'm realizing now I totally could have been murdered and had no way to call for help. What the fuck was I thinking? (laughs) Um, So anyways... Okay, we're doing the dab. So I, I smoke the dab, and it hits me immediately, dude. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm too high, okay? As soon as I think that in my head, he's like, all right, man, well, I got to go take a shower and go do a bunch of stuff. I'll see you later. And I have to leave his house and drive home. <laughs> okay, well, here's one thing that y'all might not know about me, but I do not, under any circumstance, advocate drunk driving, ever. I will advocate that if you're a cannabis user who can do uh, what I call high-functioning things and live your life always stoned, as it were, that's my secret cap, I'm always high, Um, you could probably drive. And a lot of times I've driven high, and it's fine. It doesn't affect my driving. It just keeps me zen, and I stay focused. It's like playing a video game, you know? Don't fuck up. The fuck up is bad, so just stay focused, you know? So anyways, I have to drive now in a situation where I'm not high. I'm like uncomfortably out of my mind gong showed. Like I can't even feel my toes. It gets <laughs> it, it gets worse because I always go to this dude's house at night to pick up. But for this for this particular day, as I said earlier, he was just getting off work, so it was earlier. It's still daytime. I leave, I get in my car. I don't know how to get home. I have no idea. <laughs> where the fuck to turn because i do this at night i don't even think about it it's automatic but now i have to see all the road signs that i'm not typically seeing and like pay attention to all these cars and all these other things oh my god this is going to be awful so i'm starting the drive i make my first turn because i kind of have like still a sense of direction i'm like i'll just take this one way until i hit this one street that i know should be there if i hit that street i'm pretty much home free so i find the street i turn and i drive all the way home and I'm like in the most uncomfortable paranoia of my life every vehicle every crown Vic every car that remotely looks like a cop car <laughs> I am oh my god here it goes I'm done I'm arrested I'm I'm dead I'm going to prison like it's the worst I don't even have any I mean I do have stuff on me because I just bought but so it's like it's 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 really it is that bad in my head you know and I'm panicking, and I, there's no cops following me or nothing, okay? I swear to God. So I, I get on the expressway. I drive. I take my exit. I get back. I'm going onto the road that's the, the road that's right off of the street that I live on. And as soon as I hit the final stop sign and pull out onto that street, two fucking Hammond cops pull in behind me. And now, in my head, I am certain that they know I'm high. They know I am fucking ripped and I'm doing everything in my power to remain calm because I know if I drive too fast, they're going to pull me over. If I drive too slow, they're going to pull me over. 
So now I'm in this delicate balance. Like, what's the speed limit? It's 25. Okay, I'm doing exactly fucking 24 and three quarter miles. Let's do this. Because that's just a little bit under, but it's not enough under. So maybe my odometer's broke. I can't tell. So I drive and I'm like, okay, here's the moment of truth. I can turn off this street that kind of wraps around to my street. It's like a off lay street. Or I can just go up and then turn and be right by my house. So I take the off lay street. I'm like, if the cops don't follow me, I'm good. They don't follow me. And for whatever stupid fucking reason, my paranoia gets worse. And I go, they know where you live and they're going to meet you at the house when you get there. (laughs) So I'm like shaking to drive home, dude. White knuckle tight, you know, like, oh my God, this is going to be so bad. I pull in and no one's there. And I just remember coming in and I'm like, Sarah, that was the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. And I'm so sorry I had to do that. But here's what happened. And I told her, and then, like, by that point, I had started to come down a little bit from it. Oh, and it was just like, oh, I'm so glad I made it home safe. And then no more no more dabs for me. The end. <laughs> no more dabs. I've never tried dabs. Uh, I kind of want to try it because I want to... I want to experience, you know. I I want to have some more fun. I I, I can't always do it though, man. I, I I've got to be pretty strict. See now on when and where. Damn it, Brando! As soon as you just said now, I want to try it. I'm like, I'll do it with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's go, dude. Now let's. here's the thing: as long as we are in a controlled environment, right? Absolutely. That's the thing. Absolutely. No driving anywhere. You know, we're once we when it, wherever we're doing that at. Our asses are going to be planted. We're going to be chilling out. We're going to have some good food, watching some, maybe watch something really stupid, make us laugh, whatever. Uh, no, dude, we we do at some point need to do that, and, uh, and and you know, and really chill out and have some fun. But this episode has been really fun. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Uh, our, our musings on weed and getting older somehow they're connected, and they are really because I've been sitting here hitting this. I'm almost out of of juice. And um, it is actually getting pretty close to my bedtime. But, Nate, thank you so much uh, for doing another episode of this show with me. Uh, I, I really hope that this is as as free and open and new to you as it is to me because it, it's something different uh, for both of us, I feel. It absolutely is, man. And it's nice to kind of peel the curtain back. I have felt, and this is you know no offense to anybody, but I felt very constrained by the ability to tell stories on this shows that we have because not everybody vibes certain subject matters and because it's not posh in every state or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. really nice to just say, you know what? This is me unfiltered. Like if you don't necessarily like necessarily like what you're hearing, then don't tune in. But I think, at least in my opinion, every time I've played an episode for anybody, you know, that's in my close personal bubble in these early first couple episodes with you, Brando, they're just like, man, you guys fell right back into place. It's like nothing ever changed. And it is. It really is. It's just, but it's very freeing, though, all in the same to have a different parameter to play in. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and the thing is, is that a lot of times when you start tell, you know, talking to people about podcasting, about you having a podcast, it's like, what is your podcast about? Sometimes they don't understand when when there isn't a, a central topic because because podcasting has grown to be such a topical and categorized thing where, you know, you have a show about a comics or you have a show about wrestling, you have a show about Doctor Who, you have a show about cars, you have a show about video games. And once, you know, 
once I tell people I have a show about video games, one of two things happens. Loss of interest immediately or they get more interested. So uh, to have a show where it's like we tell stories. About what? About our life experiences. Oh, man, uh, Brando. With- Dude, I'm I'm sorry to say, but we got it. We can't close on that uh, that story. Do you think we should tell our epic, uh, full scale story of um, the that one night on Iced Earth? Ah, <laughs> so uh, all right. So we have actually shared this story over on uh, Journey to Comics uh, over a year ago. I think it was called "The Coldest Night on Iced Earth." Mm-hmm. Was the name of the episode. So go check that out. I mean, it, it was just, it's a good episode. But we went and saw Iced Earth. Uh, I saw the lead singer of Iced Earth. He posted something on, on Instagram and somebody commented and said, uh, Yo, dude, uh, he, uh, when you're in Cali, we should totally uh, you'll meet up and blaze. And he is like, Message me. And I'm like, Bro, this dude vibes. And then And you're like, Fuck yeah. So then you messaged him and, and kind of got the link up when we were going to hook up with him originally before the show, but it didn't really work out to do that because of, of like uh, the VIP thing. And he wanted like, we, because we did that experience and then we, 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 we were not, we were kind of confined to the building. We could kind of move to and fro. We probably could have done it, but we didn't want to miss the chance to, uh, to get in early. Uh, or you know to be the first ones in, so we just met up with him afterwards, and it was some, it was one of the coolest things because it's it's one thing to get to meet somebody that you look up to, uh, you know, in, like like in this case, like in like in the musical world, but it's another thing to meet them as a person and to vibe on them as a person. Uh, you know, a lot of times when you meet uh, musicians uh, or even anybody in that kind of setting, you know, they're pretty professional. They talk to you. They you know, you know, they'll pretty much answer anything that you want to. And, and we actually got that experience with the Q and a thing. And that was really cool. Uh, you know, the guys were really open and, and accessible to anything that anybody had to say. And, and I, I think that was one of the coolest things about that. Cause I've never experienced that in a VIP setting. Yeah. More Normally openness very, like that. Yeah. And, and see, and I've done the VIP with that band before and, uh, it hasn't necessarily been like that. You know, you, you are, you are ushered in, uh, in a line, you have stuff to sign. You can bring stuff for them to sign, and I should have done that, but I didn't, and I haven't done so because I'm always nervous about carrying all the stuff that I want them to sign. And uh, uh, so then they move you out of that line and move you into another line to get a picture taken. And this time they did a little like 20 minute, you know, Q and A, anything you want. And our show that we went to was, you know, probably it was the first show, but it was also an indie, and it was one probably one of the more smaller shows on like and like among the tour. And there's only like 10 of us that actually did the VIPs uh, for that venue. And it was so intimate. It was so cool. But to sit there and get to talk to this dude, uh, Stu Block, he he is such an advocate and into uh, the, you know, the the cannabis world. He is going to start posting more about it. Go follow him on, on, on Instagram and on, and and on Facebook. He is so into it. And uh, essentially, you know, we're like, Hey man, um, you know, maybe we could vibe. And he's like, vibe yeah all right cool and uh you know we kind of gave him the hookup a little bit and you know unfortunately uh it, i mean actually that first after that, that that first time it was just you know us talking and we took a picture there was the the uh, the uber guy that came up so i my my, my phone died can't or i couldn't can't use my phone i think the universe and, let me let me let me side tangent you into the sun story because i think the universe put the the little uber guy there 
as a way to give you something really special from that night because not only did you get to meet Stu Block and hang out with him, man, I can, like I said, I, and I said this on that podcast, I can remember the first time you talked about Stu Block into eternity and and digging his crazy range of vocals and his ability to sing uh, really, really highs and then growl really deep or scream or whatever, you know, whatever he wants to do. And then, like, so it was like the this dude takes me away because I'm trying to get him an Uber. And you got to have this really intimate, I have no idea what you guys talked about there. But you two were sitting there for a very, very, very long time, probably 15 minutes chatting, you know. And it, it must have been a very special moment for you. Please continue. Oh, no, it was, dude. I I got to thank him, you know. Uh, I got to tell him that how much I was so excited when I got announced that he was you know, the lead singer for this band when they had to replace the lead singer. Uh, I got to tell him how I felt. I got to felt, I got to tell him how much the band meant to me and how much he has brought to it, you know, and get, and get to be able to get to tell him that not in the message or at the, at that really quick VIP meet and greet, but to tell him face to face, man to man, dude, uh, the last three albums you have done with this band have been awesome. What you bring to the table has changed the vibe and energy of this band for the better. And I cannot wait for what comes next. Uh, but that night, he was so he was so friendly. I mean, number one, he's Canadian, so of course he's friendly. Absolutely. But, uh, you know that that was in a that was a night that for you know for you and me to share that we got to go do that. And unfortunately, you lost your lanyard somewhere along the way. Fucking kills uh, me, bro. Breaks my fucking heart that I don't have that lanyard. I've got your. I still have your uh, your 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 coins and your little. Uh, Beerstein, by yes. the way. In due time. After, after all this time. I think I'll be seeing you next week, so. Or in uh, a few well, short maybe. days. Maybe. I, 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 do, I, I do hope so. Um, so, he pretty much said, dude, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for this gift. And uh, if you guys want to come back out, uh, just hit me up and I'll get you guys on my guest list. And we're like, oh, okay. What? <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, when Chicago? What what, what? what? What day is that? It's a Friday. Fuck. Okay, we're going. Wasn't going to that one, but I'm going now. And uh, you know, that was another adventure because then we got to go up there, walk up to the damn you know where the lady was uh, taking tickets, and we're like, we're on the guest list. What's your names? We gave him our names, and then she gave us this bracelet, and we walked in like we fucking stole the keys and walked right in. It was amazing. <laughs> the joint. And immediately we saw the lead guitarist for Ice Dirt just walking around, and we just saw him. He saw us. I don't know if he remembered us at all because of how many people he's seen, but we're like, dude, and he's like, hey. <laughs> Man, faded, faded appointments, dude. It was crazy how that all worked out, you know? And that was like after yeah. a point we, when you had uh, thought about walking away from podcasting. We had touched on that in previous episodes, so you know, no need uh -huh. to really rehash that. But we had a really nice heart-to-heart -heart and been able to go there. We went to the Bottom Lounge in Chicago. Um, it was the last show of that tour, though. That was the really cool thing. We got to see the first show of that tour and the last show of that tour. The really cool thing about it, too, is that like it was over a month apart. And uh, by this point, they have trekked all across North America. They are tired. Uh, they want to go home to their families, and they are having fun. They're drinking. 
probably more than what they normally do during their during the show. And uh, uh, you know, it was amped up by the time and we got to meet up with Stu again after. You know, we we went back to the car and moved the car to the parking lot of the venue with our bus right out there. He met us out there, and I'll I'll, I'll never forget. You know, like you gave him an Easter basket. You made him a special thing. And the look on his face was like, no way. I made the Wheatster basket, bro. Uh, and, and like, he, he was like, so, and then he's like, oh, brownies? Oh, dude, that's going to be amazing for the flight. You have no idea. <laughs> like, he was just so, he was so stoked. And he goes, do you, like, do you guys want shirts? And we're like, no, dude, we already bought shirts, man. We had, like, like, since, you know, since I didn't have to pay for a ticket, I actually brought extra money up for more merch because I bought merch at the first night, uh, you know, uh, during that first night of the tour. And I'm like, I want that damn, uh, hoodie. And they, and they were all sold out of hoodies. So I just got a couple of t shirts of, of ones that I didn't get last time. And, uh, I think I got me a shirt, uh, me two shirts and the wife a shirt. And then I got some stickers and then I got some stickers for a buddy over in the UK. And, uh, uh, he was like, no, and then we were, and we were like, no, dude, don't worry about this, man. Don't worry about it. Uh, like it's on us. Don't worry about. It. Like we don't need anything. You know, like, this is cool enough because that time, you know, the first time, you, uh, I'm not saying that. I, I don't want to say that he was like not, you know, not sure what to think or anything like that. You gotta, the you gotta time, gauge people though. Right. You know, the the like the second time, dude, he opened up, and I and I don't know if it was just. The fact that, you know, the second time that he's meeting us, he remembers us. He remembered stuff about me. So I'm not just another dude anymore uh, because he offered, he, you know, he had one of those pens that you said with the, you know, with like the concentrate and, and I couldn't hit it. And, 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 and I, would, I really wish I would have because I did so not just a week later. Right. But uh, actually, no, I'm very glad I did not hit that. It's a memory, there's man. there's a reason why. Well, no, there's a reason why. Okay. Go for it. That Friday. Right, that was a Friday. The following Thursday, I got tested. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Oh shit, bro, that's crazy. You have no idea how tempted I was to just reach out and take it from him. My hand might have even moved. Fuck it, live a little. But you I, know. But I, but I backed off, thinking, no, no, I can't, I can't. And then he's like, oh, and he remembered. He goes, because you get tested. And I'm like, yeah. He goes, right. Oh, dude, yeah, right. And I'm like, he remembers me. We man. talked about his <laughs> wife and her playing piano and then her story similar to, I think they're both named Sarah, too. Like, isn't that crazy? Um, and like <clears throat> uh, like the grand piano and then the, his whole story. Like He opened up a little bit to us, and that was just such a cool moment. And uh to me that was even cooler than the first time getting to meet him and like that the first time and it's more private cool that second time dude we just vibed as people it was just you know three people sitting out hey we, you know, we had a good gig we enjoyed the show we're fans and he, you know but it's like no dude seriously you know let's just vibe right now and and uh, those are some not funny memories but like there was one funny thing after it because you did take a hit off that pen and we took off and we were doing pretty good, and and I think we went to go hit White Castle before we hit uh, your house. And literally, right as soon as we got on the interstate, you were like, "Dude, that pin's kicking in right now, and it's pretty hardcore." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cause I think that they had been to several places since then, and he was like, "I think I got this when we were in Denver." 
Oh, so it's something. It was California. Oh, it was California. It's, it's, so it was something you know, quality, and it was like, poo, put my ass down. Oh, dude, imagine what it would have done to me. You wouldn't have been able to drive us home. No. I probably would have been laying on the ground. You right probably there. would have been like, uh, Nate, can you get us home? And I would have been like, yeah, it's going to be a doozy, but we'll do it. <laughs> right. Know? Now, see, the thing is, uh, the last thing I'll say is that, you know, when, like when we said goodbye, he went back to his bus and he walked away, like running away in the most funny, like walk run jive thing where he like had he had the box in his hand he looked down and he's got giddy and he's like (laughs) he's like he was so happy and i'm just glad that we can make him happy man it was awesome it's cool it's you know what let me say this brando i want to say this to kind of close out the podcast it's one thing to like go to a meet and greet to quote unquote meet your heroes it's another thing entirely to befriend those heroes and yes, when absolutely. when you're afforded that opportunity, uh, you know what, man, it's insane. And you know what's crazy? I can't really elaborate on this more. You'll know what I'm talking about. But like, I'm gonna be fortunate enough to have experienced that kind of thing not once but twice in my life. Right. Yes. <laughs> like and and whoa. <laughs> I know, dude. And 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 that's so exciting. That is so awesome. Um. You know, the next time, the next time that they come around, that Stu comes around, you and me are definitely going. Fuck yeah, no we're, questions. We're gonna hit him up again. I don't care where it is, when it is. I'm, you know, I'm going. You're going, and uh, yeah, it, we're we're it, it's gonna be. You know, I I definitely want to build on to that, which we you know, which we have started, what what has been built there, because it, as you said, I I don't want it to just be like you know, getting a chance to meet this dude that's awesome, and I love his music, and I love his personality, like. I want to grow a friendship for sure. Absolutely. And, one, and, you know, one final thing to mention is, like, when they do come around, it'll be around 2020, I would guess, and Illinois is going to be recreationally legal, and I'm still an Illinois resident, so uh, maybe <laughs> we can put together a better weedster basket. Yeah, so. hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for checking out episode three of the OGs. Whoop, whoop. This, has been, this has been an epic fucking two-hour podcast of with us telling some cool stories and that's exactly what this podcast is the old you know the old dudes from the old jic coming back once again but not to talk about the new news or anything that's going on we're talking about whatever the fuck we want to talk about and telling some awesome stories along the way uh, you can definitely subscribe to the network if you haven't done so if this is your first time hearing it if you found this episode you're like man i just i clicked on this on this tag and it got me here subscribe to the feed dude it's everywhere that podcasts are you know search journey into journey into comics network there's a plethora of eclectic podcasts here for you to enjoy all it it runs the entire gamut and then of course you can also check out my gaming podcast over at game addicts podcast you can search those exact same podcast feeds and search the socials and all that kind of stuff game addicts play we're there you can get all that stuff done and uh, 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 I don't know if there's anything else to say, dude. No, I think you nailed it, my brother. I just want to say thank you so much for joining me on our epic adventure, not through just this podcast, but also through life, Brando. We have many more stories to tell, and I can't wait to see what is around the corner next. But I do think that's going to do it for this week's episode of The OGs. This has been episode three. I'm one half of The OGs, Nate. I'm the other half, Brando. And, uh, you know, we'll see you guys around and whatnot. Later.